You're listening to the Good Dirt Podcast. This is a place where we dig into the nitty gritty of sustainable living through food, fashion, and lifestyle. And we're your hosts, Mary and Emma Kingsley, the mother and daughter founder team of Lady Farmer. We're sowing seeds of slow living through our community platform, events, and online marketplace. We started this podcast as a means to share the wealth of information and quality conversations that we're having in our world as we dream up and deliver ways for each of us to live into the new paradigm, one that is regenerative, balanced, and whole. We want to put the microphone in front of the voices that need to be heard the most right now. The farmers, the dreamers, the designers, and the doers. So come cultivate a better world with us. We're so glad you're here. Now, let's dig in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Good Dirt Podcast on... January 6th. This is the first day of Epiphany. And today we are going to replay an episode from two years ago where I share a story, an old, old story that comes to us from Italy about Epiphany. It's the story of old Bafana. So we thought you might enjoy that again. So Epiphany, for those listening who might not know what that is, It is a time in the Christian tradition that comes after Christmas that is, according to liturgy, which is the written tradition of Christianity, that is when the wise men arrived at the scene of the nativity at the manger. (laughs) And that's when they brought their gifts. Yes. So the season of Epiphany begins today. So celebrating the season of Epiphany, we are going to replay the episode where I read the story of Obafana, but I wanted to bring in another tradition that originates where I come from, and that is the tradition of Little Christmas, or also called Old Christmas. And back when the settlers first came from Europe and settled in the mountains of Appalachia, they brought their old calendar and traditions with them. And up until fairly recently, a lot of those communities celebrated Christmas on January 6th. And that's where the term Old Christmas comes in. And it harkens back to the customs from the Old World, England, Ireland, and Scotland. Typically, Old Christmas was celebrated with lots of visiting back and forth from the houses with neighbors and sharing of meals, not terribly different from the way we celebrate Christmas today, but particularly in Appalachia, on the night of January 5th, or Old Christmas Eve, it was said that the animals spoke at midnight. And another old legend is that the elderberry bush would sprout from the ground and bloom. They would shoot guns off. They would set bonfires. They would sing. There would be storytelling and dancing, all kinds of celebrations. And then there was this custom of serenading, which meant that a group of People, usually youngsters, would go from house to house all during the night before Christmas, and they would make noise and wake people up. And in most cases, the revelers would be invited in for food. That was a way to make them stop making noise, was to bring them in and feed them. So then the next day, old Christmas, was usually a very quiet day, spent with family. You would go to church. You would have a meal. But it's interesting because in our culture of you know this highly commercialized Christmas celebration that the whole thing is over on December 26th. And 
you know, a lot of people put their decorations away immediately and the stores switch from holiday decorations to Valentine's Day seemingly overnight. So I love thinking about old, old Christmas and Epiphany, all those traditions, because it allows us to take a, a slower approach to the holiday. And we can really enjoy and stretch out Christmas over the 12 days as its own season, a season of, of rest and retreat. It's not just about, you know, leading up to the one day and lots of presents and lots of eating and then boom, it's over. This is stretched out. And these days to me have a special quality um, after Christmas Day. You know, they're absent of a lot of the frenzy, but it's still a time away from the regular routine, you know. A lot of people have vacation. The kids are off from school. So it feels different. It feels like a pause. It feels like a reset before the new year. So I really relish this in-between time that takes us into the new year. And then when January 6th arrives, it feels like it's time to take down the tree and move on. Totally. The whole thing is like bonus Christmas. It's so fun. So no matter what tradition you celebrate, this time of year, we hope that this discussion of old Christmas and this stretched out lingering time can inspire you to take some time for yourself to slow down into the new year. There's a lot of pressure around, okay, now it's January, now we get going, now we go to the gym, you know, all of those things that come along with new year. And I just want to make some space for this little buffer here that we have. And as we mentioned a few minutes ago, we are going to replay the telling of the story of Old Bafana. And my mom has such a lovely storytelling voice. So we hope that you can get cozy and enjoy. So welcome to Epiphany, dear listeners, and little Christmas, old Christmas, and all the traditions that that encompasses. And yeah, please enjoy. Hello and Happy New Year to all of our Lady Farmer family and friends. We hope you're enjoying this time that our culture refers to as the holidays, which here in the Northern Hemisphere has evolved as a period of pause during the darkest time of the year. It's traditionally a time for resting and feasting and the period of gathering and celebration of the transition from one calendar year into the next. Now, as we witness the gradual lengthening of each day, we might say that we share something in common with our ancestors from long ago, from way before electricity, before telescopes and weather prediction and charts in the sky that provided hard evidence of the lighter and warmer days to come. Way back when, the only assurance of the return of the sun to warm the earth and allow food to grow once again was through faith that it would happen, because it always did. We can imagine how that need for warmth, companionship, feasting, and celebration brought our human ancestors together around a communal fire, and how storytelling would have become a way of being together through the darkness, with all eyes and ears focused on the one voice and narrative of the storyteller. And in this way, we crave story as an escape from the challenges of our daily lives. We can all relate to this most ancient pastimes, where our imaginations can shape our present around whatever story is being told. 
though for the most part, the storyteller has become Netflix or Instagram or the news, and the glow of the fire has been replaced by our screens. Today, as a way of hearkening back to those times, we thought that for this episode of The Good Dirt, we would simply tell a story. An old story. Even if the gathering is virtual, we can't be around the same fire. We can all enter into the spirit of gathering and listening, of allowing our imaginations to bind us through a common experience that is beyond time, beyond place. It's just a story. So settle yourself somewhere you can be comfortable. Grab your hot cocoa or tea, your mulled wine, your thick socks, your blankets. Bring the spouse, the kids, the roommates, or not. Just be however you want to be here. Allow yourself to slow down and listen to this old story for Epiphany, the Christian feast day which falls on January 6th and commemorates the visit of the Magi to the Christ child. This legend comes to us by way of Italy and tells the story of old Mafana, an old woman that lived alone in a little cottage on the edge of the village. Old Bufana kept to herself and stayed quite busy taking care of her house, every day tidying, baking, and sweeping, especially the sweeping. There was so much to be done. First, in the morning, she would have her breakfast. Then she would bake her bread for the coming day. The smell was so delicious as it wafted through the village. Afterwards, she would tidy up her little house and then begin to sweep. She'd sweep the hearths, then her little kitchen and sitting room, then the small corner where her bed was. She would open the door and sweep her stoop and the little steps that led down to the walkway, and then she'd sweep, sweep, sweep the walkway all all the way out to the road. This all took her quite a bit of time, and she was weary at the end of every day, but she never failed in getting all of her chores done. One night, as she was going to bed, She looked out of the tiny window on the east side of the cottage and saw a bright star lighting up the sky. She was confused because she had never seen such a thing. What could this mean, she asked herself, and lay awake much of the night wondering and not sleeping very well for all the brightness of the star coming in through the window. The next morning she got up and began her chores as usual. She made her tea and porridge for breakfast and baked her bread, tidied up as usual, and then began her sweeping. First the hearth, then her little kitchen and sitting room, and the small corner where her bed was. Then she opened the door and swept her stoop and the little steps that led down to the walkway and began to sweep, sweep, sweep the walkway all the way out to the road. But as she was sweeping her way down the walk, She heard some sort of commotion coming her way. The sounds of tinkling bells and animals approaching, and she looked up from her sweeping to see a spectacle like no other she had ever seen. She saw three regal figures, all riding on camels, dressed in colorful regalia and flowing robes and wearing jeweled crowns on their heads. She watched in amazement as they came closer to her house And when they reached the end of her walkway, they stopped right in front of her and spoke. Greetings, said the first. We travel from the east, following the bright star that appears before us. Do you know? Is this the way to Bethlehem? 
Olba Fana didn't like being interrupted in her chores, and she answered crossly, I know nothing of any place by that name. We seek the Christ child, his coming foretold through the ages, said the second. It is said that he is a king like no other, that he has come to change the world, that he brings peace and joy to all of mankind, that he brings comfort to the sick and the poor. Well, that's fine, said Albafana, for I am certainly poor, but I have no time for such tales. We seek the holy child to worship him, said the third, and to bring him gifts. Will you journey with us? Old Bufano was stopped in her tracks. So this was the meaning of the star that had shone through the night, showing the way to a king, the Christ child, the divine savior. And here was her invitation to go see him for herself and adore him and bring him gifts. But, she thought, how could she possibly go? There was so much to be done here, so much tidying and baking and sweeping, yes, sweeping, too much to do. Nonsense, she exclaimed. Now, I must get on with my chores. So the three wise men went on their way, and she set about finishing her tasks for the day. But as she continued sweeping down the walkway, she kept thinking about this bright star that led to the holy child and began to wonder if perhaps she was a bit hasty in refusing to go. I have nothing to give him anyway, she thought to herself. Unless he would enjoy a loaf of my bread or a few pastries. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Hmm, a holy babe bringing joy and peace to all the world. Perhaps I couldn't go after all. Sweep, sweep, sweep. I'll just finish what I'm doing, she thought, and then bake up a few goodies to take to him. Then I'll go after them. Surely I can soon catch up. And so she did. She swept and tidied and baked, and then hurriedly packed up the delicious cakes and breads and goodies she'd made for the Christ child. And as she was heading out, she grabbed her broom, thinking she could help the new mother by sweeping out the house for her when she got there. And she left. Old Bufano was in such a hurry to catch up to the wise men that she started running. I shouldn't have waited so long to leave, she exclaimed to herself. How will I ever catch up? She ran faster, as fast as her tiny little legs could go, and soon she was running so fast that it suddenly felt as if her feet were no longer on the ground. And soon she felt herself going higher and higher until she was soaring through the sky as if by magic. But old Bufana didn't know how to find the holy child. And so, as she soared through the sky, she decided to visit the house of every sleeping child across the land. And as she did, she left treats behind to delight them and swept her way out of every home before taking off again. She never did catch up to the three kings, and they say, to this very day, on a clear night, on the eve of the Epiphany, you can see old Bufana streaking across the sky, holding onto her sack and her broom as she goes making her calls from house to house, visiting every child as if each was divine, which indeed she knew to be true that the spirit of the Christ child lives within all children. Thank you for tuning in, calling in, and spreading the good dirt. We love hearing from you. 
you can reach our listener voicemail at 443-459-1950. That's 443-459-1950. You can find this number in our show notes and in our Instagram profile. This show is produced by Lady Farmer, a slow living lifestyle community. And the original music is composed and performed by John Kingsley. For more from Lady Farmer, follow us on Instagram at WeAreLadyFarmer. That's WeAreLadyFarmer. Or join us online at www.ladyfarmer.com. We'll see you next time on The Good Dirt. Goodbye. Goodbye.